guys. Welcome to this week's episode of the Mindfully With Me podcast. So this week, I am so excited to share with you guys that I have a very special guest coming on. Her name is Karina, also known as Mindful Growing on Instagram. And she is honestly the sweetest girl. She is so inspiring. I'm also very excited because this is my very first guest that is not a family member and someone who is in a different country as me. So I do apologize ahead of time if the audio doesn't sound as clear because I'm still figuring out how to even be able to record um, an interview or podcast with someone who doesn't live here. So for now, I'm just going to be recording through Skype and going to be recording that and adding it into the software on my computer. So I hope that it turns out okay for you guys. But of course, as time goes on and I do this more often, it will get more clear and I can figure out some tips and tricks on how to do it properly. Now, I don't know if you guys are going to notice, but in the podcast, this was my first time ever interviewing someone and ever having someone who's not my boyfriend or family or something on the podcast that I feel super comfortable with. So I can totally tell that I sounded a bit nervous and I might have been like talking really fast through some parts just because like I was so worried that I, I wanted to make sure that she felt comfortable enough when I was talking and then also like just interviewing someone in general is kind of scary to do for the first time. So this is, I'm excited to see as the podcast go on, how I grow into this and how it's going to get way more comfortable and just how my skills are going to totally transform. So thank you for being patient along this podcast journey. And I appreciate you for tuning in again. One more thing before we jump into this week's podcast, um, I wanted to ask you guys a question. I would love to absolutely get your guys' constructive criticism and also some tips on what you want to hear in the podcast, how I can make it sound better for you guys, because that's what I want. I want to bring to you guys what you want. So I wanted to know if on the episodes that I have guests on, if you would prefer if I did a little chit chat at the beginning, kind of maybe talk about some stuff about me, what's happening, and just kind of all that good stuff, and then go into the podcast episode, or if you would like it, if I would just kind of keep it nice and short at the beginning, and then jump into um, the podcast with the guests. So if you could please send me an email or DM me on my Instagram and let me know what you think. I'm fully open to what you guys have to say. But anyways, let's get on into the episode. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of the Mindfully With Me podcast. I am so excited to introduce to you guys a very special guest that I have on today's episode. Her name is Karina, also known as Mindful Growing on Instagram. She's so inspiring. She's becoming a yoga teacher. She's a health and wellness coach, a blogger, an artist. She literally does it all. So welcome to the podcast. Yay, thank you for having me. I'm so yeah, excited you're welcome. to be here. I know, I'm so Virtually, excited to have you here. Yes, <laughs> finally. <laughs> Me and Karina, we met each other through Instagram, which this is one of the other big things why I love social media, because you can really connect with people from like everywhere. Super cool. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah, definitely. So Karina's in school for yoga. Yes, I'm in the middle of my 200-hour uh, yoga teacher training. Oh, cool. How is that going? It's a lot. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I, I, it's, it's a kind of program where it's like every other weekend for like five months, which okay. is really nice. Yeah. Um, and I really like it because I feel like some programs are like a month long intensive, 
but for me, I need it to be sporadic so I can kind of absorb all the information and learn Sanskrit and fix all my alignment and, um, find my confidence, find my voice to be able to do this. So yeah, it's a lot. (laughs) Definitely. I remember when, cause I really want to take my yoga teaching, um, course, like eventually it's just right now, like I've said before, like with dealing with my injuries, um, Mm -hmm. I was looking into doing like the go away abroad, do it all intensive and then like, or do it here. So I guess I was going to kind of ask you, yeah, do you you prefer to have it, I guess, as more spread out? Yeah, I wasn't sure if I, I would, you know, because it's like, oh, well just like get it over with, do it in like two weeks in like a really exotic location and just like love every second of it. And that sounds great. And I'm sure it works for some people. Uh, but for me, like, I don't, I just, I, I kind of wanted to start my, like, I just graduated into this in, (laughs) I just graduated in December, uh, from my undergraduate. Um, and I kind of wanted to start my adulthood, you know, I didn't want to take another month to do something else and then come back. I wanted to find my yoga community here in the city that I'm living in. And I have, like, when we don't have yoga weekends, I go to the studio, like, two, three times a week, and I'm hanging out with my fellow yogis. And these are yogas, these are yogis that are going to be teachers, like, in the city, mostly, because they oh, have families so cool. and stuff. Just Yeah, which is really cool. So we can go to each other's classes and support each other, or um, most of them are moms, so I can babysit for them. You know, like, it's, I don't know, it's kind yeah, of... Yeah, that's so great, being able to create a family um, community with them. Yeah, so I really love that community aspect that, um, at least for me personally, I feel like could be lacking in an intensive program. Like, I'm sure you get really close to your group in the moment, but then you kind of leave and you may not see each other again for a while, you know? I completely agree with you. I feel like it would be so nice, like you said, to be able to have um, that connection in that community where you guys can go to each other's classes and you have that local support from the group. So how far are you into your program right now? Uh, exactly halfway. Our midterm is this coming weekend. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. Um, so what have you been able to take away from the program? What have you liked the most? Has it been that community aspect? Yeah. And I think realizing, A, how much I didn't know, you know, because yes. how much there is. But also, B, how much there is yet to know. Because we always say... Um, as, as yogis, and you're definitely like a, a learner, I know that about you, that there's, you know, it's practice. Yoga is a practice. You're never yes. done with it. So that kind of feels reinforced when studying it so intensely and like taking anatomy classes to like do all this stuff yeah. and learning Sanskrit. Like I'm, it seems like uh, such a interdisciplinary class mm-hmm. almost because I'm, I'm used to being a student. So that's how I'm describing it, but it's, it, I really love it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I can't wait to take my teacher training. It's going to be so, so fun. Even just like for my own practice, just to be able to know so much more. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. And even realize like, Oh wow, I've been doing this posture wrong my entire life and no one's ever corrected me. And then you're like, what? Why? (laughs) And it feels so good to know. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I know. I feel like there's like, I'll be like going to like before I, um, when I was living in the city, I found it easier to go to like uh, the yoga classes kind of here since I've come home. I've just been doing yoga kind of at home just from what I like know from my friend who taught me. But, um, 
yeah, definitely there. I feel like there's some classes with some teachers where I'd be doing something and then another teacher from a different class would tell me I'm doing that wrong. <laughs> so it kind of, it would be nice to learn, I guess, firsthand to know. So it can get a little confusing. <laughs> you will definitely get that in your teacher training. Well, I look forward to it. Um, so I wanted to ask you, because I saw on your blog that you had gone to India and you did um, some sort of studies there. So I would love to hear more. Yeah, I... Uh... I spent three months there studying abroad, um, and I backpacked through Europe. I mean, through Europe, I wish. Uh, through India, I took a different approach. I was going to say that um, a lot of people at my university study abroad in Europe, and they do that okay. whole, like, country hopping thing. Yeah. And I decided to go to India um, and explore that country and explore the culture and the language and kind of everything at once that happens when you're living in a country that's so cool I feel like um being able to like travel and go to places like that like it I feel like it is a big part of also like the yoga practice and just like being able to be more mindful of like what other countries like how people live and just learning cultures like that's so cool yeah it's huge I definitely that's what I think drew us both to yoga is this concept of mindfulness, right? Yes, definitely. It's kind of something we're both obsessed with. Um, and when you travel, you have to be mindful or you're going to get hurt physically, emotionally, or other people. You know, you're not going to... If you don't pay attention to the people you're around, then it's it's almost like a, a waste of travel, I think. Yeah, no, um, I totally can agree with you on that. And yoga is the same way. Absolutely being more mindful and being more aware when traveling, it's just... It's so important, like you said, um, just for safety-wise and just emotionally, physically, and even for yoga. I agree with you on that. So how did you find yoga? What brought you to the practice? Uh, my mom, actually. She, yeah. yeah, she's been practicing yoga, I mean, my entire life. And it kind of uh, casually in the sense, like, she would go to her once-a-week practice okay. in the neighborhood or whatever it was. Um, and then... So I've been doing it with her or going to classes with her since middle school, since I was like 12. Um, And then I started going on my own in college and stuff. And I just, I wanted more, you know, like, and then as I've been deepening my own practice and then I decided to jump into the certification kind of head first. um, And I'm so glad I did that. I realized that my mom is also a yogi not like not only in the physical practice, but like mentally and the way that she brought us up. Like when I was learning about the Ayurvedic uh, lifestyle and medicine and kind of how there's certain times of days that it's best to eat and best to nap. And, you know, just based on how we're programmed as humans. And um, my mom just always taught us all that stuff. You know, it's kind of stuff where you like, my desk should be under a window or drink warm lemon honey water every morning. You know, like that stuff my mom has told me. Okay. And it's funny because that's also a yoga kind of lifestyle. Oh, so definitely. Been, so while I've been ta- doing this training, I've been talking to her and I'm like, hey, mom, did you know that you've already been doing this your entire life? And she's like, yeah, I told you. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so it's really cool. That is really cool. Um, she must love that you're taking the program then, hey? I, I think so. I think she, um, yeah, I think she loves, well, she loves talking to her kids and learning from her kids and like what we love, but it's so cool because my mom is also finishing up her bachelor's degree now. So we kind of have like a, 
a renewal of this sense of being a student and this conversation where our conversations kind of steer more academically. So um, I really love that. And being able to share more, even though I finished my studenthood only like a couple months ago, I'm still a student in so many ways. And I just like want to keep running with that. So forever learning. I'm definitely like that. I love learning new stuff all the time. So awesome. Absolutely. What does like balance mean to you? So when you having to juggle like being a student, you're working and like just your own, even your own yoga practice at home when you're away from classes and all that, like how do you find that you're able to manage that? It's hard. Uh, (laughs) Some days are easier than others, you know, like some days it just feels like, yeah, I'm so into this routine and I'm feeling good and let's do this, this and this. And I bust out my planner and I have my Google calendar and everything just like works and, um, you know, it's life. So sometimes it's not like that at all. And sometimes it's hard to get out of bed or sometimes it's too much work to like go grocery shopping that day. And I think, I think balance to me is, um, I mean, it's a, it's definitely a journey. I never feel like I've accomplished it, you know? Um, (laughs) and I definitely feel like there has to be a sense of overlap in passions. And what I mean by that is I don't, I, I rarely try to separate my yoga practice from my work or from my friends. I try to talk about it and share it with them. So when I'm at work, I'm saying, Oh, like I have this midterm coming up. Like I try to get people, like I try Mm -hmm. to talk to people about it. And for me, that brings me balance because I'd never feel like I'm neglecting one piece of my life. Um, because I, I love that overlap and I love, I love people and I love being able to share my life with people and vice versa (laughs) and whatever that means. So for me, balance is definitely a journey, but also, um, that overlap between lifestyles. I like how you say, um, having that overlap between things, how, um, that's like kind of part of your being balanced, being able to share things with like your coworkers and your family and friends. Like, I think that's super, super important to be able to have that overlap as well. And I don't think I've found balance either. (laughs) It's something that I'm still working on too. Yeah. And I think you're going to be a really awesome yoga teacher um, with everything that you stand by and everything that you do with your blog and with your um, everything that you preach. It's just, you're going to be amazing. Oh, thank you. I hope so. You're welcome. I think so. So I guess if there's anybody new coming into like a yoga practice, do you have any, any tips or like advice for getting started with it? Yeah, I... Yoga is so cool because it's, it means something different to everyone. It's so individual, but the other aspect of it, and I talked about this a little bit in my own experience with my training, but is community. Um, I think if you are a new person to yoga, I definitely feel like you should try to go to a yoga class, like go see an instructor, go to, if money's really tight, go to community-based donations, go to those yoga outside in the park things that are for free. Um, because yeah, we can absolutely do yoga online and take those online clashes. And I definitely encourage everyone to do so, but there's something very um, beautiful about doing your personal practice right next to someone else who is doing their personal practice and kind of sharing in that aspect and kind of just 
maybe you don't like the way the teacher teaches and that's okay. You find a new teacher or you just respect the way that that teacher is because everyone embraces this practice their own way. Um, so I think a huge part of being a beginner in yoga is to find that community. Yeah, definitely. I could totally agree. I feel such like the, the vibe when I'm in a class and when I'm there with a teacher that I love, it's just something totally, it's, it's amazing compared to like, obviously I love practicing at home, but it just feels so different. I really like that advice. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I know at least for myself, it can be, um, almost, I don't, I'm going to spin this positively. It's encouraging to be in a class and have other people or have the teacher come over to you and be like, yeah, you got this or fix your alignment just so that you feel so confident and comfortable. Because I know for myself, when I'm doing my personal practice and in my own room, sometimes that's exactly what I need. But sometimes I just, I don't even want to do that because it just feels so wrong. I don't know. For me personally, <laughs> but. I totally agree. If, um, you can have an instructor in the room that can make you feel more comfortable and also having other people there. It's great. Okay, so moving into self-love. So passions in life for health and fitness, what kind of motivates you and inspires you to keep wanting to help others and share like your knowledge with health and wellness? Um, this is actually an excellent segue to self-love and self-care. Because I, the two go so hand in hand. I um, firmly believe that like physical and mental health are so intertwined. So if you're not taking care of yourself physically, I, I believe and due to my own experience and what my friends, you know, like people I'm around, um, if you're not taking care of your physical self, then you're not, you may not be doing so hot mentally either. And it can be hard because like, Oh, like I want that piece, you know, like I, I want to eat junk food all day. I mean, eat junk food all day and then tell me how you're feeling at the end of the day yes. you know, about yourself <laughs> and about how you're doing and about that sugar high. And then that sugar crap, you know, like it just, yes, our bodies, these are the only bodies we will have before we perish. So it just makes sense to me to take care of them. And everyone has their own journey and how they go about that. But if we can be there for each other and if I can motivate you to take care of yourself through your own journey or if you want to follow me, you know, like whatever that means to you, then I feel like that's that's pretty cool to like be there for each other and to uplift each other, to encourage each other to like, yeah, you eat that piece of celery because you like celery, not because it's a chore, not because you don't want to, you know? And, um, and then you're like, yeah, I eat celery and I feel good. You know, like, I, <laughs> yes, I just exactly. feel like there's such that there's such a, I guess, again, for me, community is huge, but also, um, really loving the body you're in and whatever that means. And in order to do that, you need to take care of yourself, I think. Yes, definitely. I totally agree. I, I notice a huge difference when I'm taking care of myself and my health and just how much like clearer I can think and how more like motivated and how much more energy I have in a day compared to days if I eat really bad. Like I, I feel like food really affects me and also like the lack of exercising and stuff it has a huge toll in it. So I agree with you when you say put everything together. Absolutely. So what are your top things that you do for self-love in your own self-care? 
my top things for me um i mean eating healthy and being active and doing yoga i feel like are like obvious things that work yes. for me but i feel like the more abstract that actually help me the most are more so my attitude um, and what I mean by that is I always try to be more affirming than negative. So for example, if I'm running late, I've been trying not to say, sorry, I'm late. I've been trying to say, thank you for being patient. Oh, that's a good, and yeah. Yeah. So it's not self-deprecating and it's also yes. affirming to the other person. And it's kind of, for me, it's saying more what I mean. Because what does sorry I'm late really mean? It means yeah, thank exactly. you for waiting for me to get there. <laughs> <laughs> like, I apologize for you having to spend time for me to get there. So yes. I definitely have been doing that a lot more, affirming affirming that sense. Or even if someone, if someone is being vulnerable with me, I always thank them for that. Thank you for sharing. Or yes. um, even, you know, on social media, we're big Instagrammers, right? So if someone's like sharing their life story or pouring their heart or sharing like a cool tip, I'm always, I always comment back and like, I'm here, I'm listening. Like, yes. thank you for sharing. Like, I see you, you know, Instagram isn't, I don't know. Social media for me isn't mindless. And I think for you neither, like it's mindful. Yeah. I'm always, whenever I'm there, I'm actually really trying to pay attention to the people I'm talking to and see yes, who they too. are as people. So, um, for me, I guess it's kind of like a lot of tips at once, but my big tip is definitely about attitude and exactly like everything in life. Some days it's easier than others. I know we're not perfect so life can be so different each and every day but like you said with being late just changing like affirming those little things and that's really cool I'm gonna try that from now on if I'm late with stuff thank you for your patience (laughs) that's really great let me know how it goes people also respond well to that because they're not like oh it's okay they're like yeah yeah you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) kind of take makes them think twice right they're not used to that for sure let me know how that goes over. Definitely, I will. <laughs> Hopefully, I'm not too late for everything, but no, definitely not. <laughs> here and there. I get too sidetracked with stuff sometimes. <laughs> for me, definitely, like you said, with the whole doing yoga, eating healthy, like all of that just kind of is definitely a number one priority. Um, and then the affirming thing as well. I've been really focusing like every day on writing down like when I wake up like things that I affirm for my own like self and everything and like um things that like I'm grateful for I try I try to start my day out with stuff like that so I can really kind of take a look at it and have that carry on through with me with me throughout the day I know like sometimes if I have like a really bad sleep and I get up and I'm like if I like didn't eat well the day before something I just feel really like grumpy all day so definitely when I can especially in those moments being able to really write out stuff that I affirm and that I'm grateful for really helped me definitely yeah oh that's so funny I have I have my gratitude notebook right next to me oh (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) yeah every and it's just like the month and then like one through 30 you know like however days it is and I just write like one or two words every day that I'm grateful for and I've been doing it for like two years so that's so funny you do it too oh yes I do that I I actually noticed on my mom's phone um I the other day 
um, I, to I totally forgot that she even has this, but as a reminder on her iPhone on the front screen, it says, what's your intention for the day? And I've always, every single time I see it, I like stop and think, I'm like, oh my god, what is my intention for the day? So I don't know. I love that too. So I've been, I've been putting that on my phone as well. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um, and definitely like, like you said before too, with being able to like engage with more people through social media, because I know sometimes I will write out like a huge heartful thing and like, of course, with depending on like Instagram, sometimes people don't really reply too much to it or sometimes they do. But I really love when people like actually genuinely like respond back with a really heartfelt the way they're feeling if they resonate with it or or what. So definitely I take my time to read people's their posts and try to go out of my way to comment on them because it makes me feel really good if I can compliment someone and agree with them or disagree. I just have my opinion. Definitely. Yeah, I think what else that I kind of do like to do on the daily for kind of making sure I take care of myself. Um, hmm. I need to think on that a little bit more. <laughs> Maybe. Do you want to move on and kind of, is there anything else you wanted to add in with that? I don't know. That's a good question. Um, I know. Oh, another, well, these are like little things, but I, they really make a huge difference is, um, so my morning alarm, I, I just use my phone, but you can change like the title of the alarm, like the text that comes up when your alarm oh, yes. goes off. And mine is always affirming. Even oh, like you good, said, yeah. even if it like sleeps, the sleep stunk and you ate really bad the next day, like I'm feeling not good. I don't want to wake up every morning. My alarm like has this like really beautiful song or something. And it always says like, wake up and shine. Oh, that's so and beautiful. It, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Or like rise and shine, you know, like something yes. like cute and sunny. I don't know why. But um, even that versus like a blaring alarm and the, the word alarm coming up, like I don't want to wake up to an alarm. Who, why should I wake up to an alarm? <laughs> so wake up and shine is like, oh, all right, I guess I'll shine. You know, like it's harder to refute versus alarm for me. And it feels better. It's like, okay, I'm ready to start my day. So, um, that's, that's something else small that I do every day. I think that's so awesome. I would absolutely love to try that with my alarm too. I kind of just have it set to, like you said, just like alarm with a blaring noise. And I definitely don't want to get out of bed on most days. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other things that I do, um, that I haven't already mentioned in like previous podcasts because I feel like I am still continuing to do those things every day. I definitely, I've, I noticed there for, like, last week, there was a few days where I just, like, felt really, like, lack of, like, motivation, and I, that's, I realized because I wasn't writing down those affirming things in the morning, and I kind of just threw my routine a little bit out of whack, and I could notice how much it was, like, affecting me. Do you have a routine? Uh, what would your typical routine be like? Uh, I don't really have one right now. No? <laughs> I'm working, go with the flow. No. Yeah, I don't, I'm working part-time at a coffee shop, so my hours change every week. Um, so that has been a, like a baseball to the face, actually, because um, I'm a huge routine person, um, and it's hard. I can't, I can't even wake up at the same time every day because sometimes I have to be at work at 7, and I don't want to wake up at 6 every day if I don't have to, you know? <laughs> Maybe I should. Maybe that's... Maybe that's life telling me I should just get up at six every day and yeah. do my uh, personal development stuff. But um, I'm not there yet mentally. So it's been hard, but every day I try whatever order I do the things 
changes, but I feel like um, every day I always, you know, as soon as I wake up, I have warm honey lemon water, and then I ha I'm a big breakfast person. I love breakfast, and so then either like I'm going to work, or I'm gonna take my day slow, and I I don't know, do my little things, try to organize my thoughts, um, do some yoga practice. I always try to think about what I'm going to eat that day before I actually have my meals um, because I'm a big, um, or I'm trying not to be, but in my past, I'm a big mindless eater. Like if, if it's there, I will eat it. So, <laughs> so I'm working on that. And I feel like a really great way for me to do that is to be like, okay, when it's dinner time, I'm going to eat something like this and like, I have, you know, and then it also makes meal planning easier and meal prepping and grocery shopping because I already know what I'm planning on eating. And I've realized that it makes eating more exciting because I'm anticipating what I'm going to eat, which makes yes, me excited exactly. to eat. So I totally agree with you on that. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I've been really into like meal prepping. I love meal prepping, just knowing that I have like a really good meal. Cause sometimes if I'm like quickly need to grab something, if I'm running out the door, I'm like, uh, then I don't get enough of what I need in every kind of food category. So definitely meal prepping is awesome. And especially if you make something really good, you look forward to it. Like you said, um, I, back in the day when I used to run, um, my fitness accounts, I had, I, I guess it's a lot different cause I wasn't into yoga at the time. So I was super into like working out really hard every day and like meal prepping. Like I was on a, such a, like a strict, strict diet that I wouldn't even let myself have, like, a little bit of sugar. I'd have, like, one cheat day a week. Like, it was pretty cut down. So I think now coming um, into, like, finding, like, balance with my life and, like, with eating and everything, I, I try not to be too hard on myself if I want to, like, have something, like, bad. Like, it's okay. Like, I don't feel like yeah. I need to, like, work out really hard to deserve to eat, like, something bad if I want to. So, but meal prepping, I love, I love healthy food. I think I just, I, I'm not a huge fan of, like, junk food or processed foods at all so it's pretty easy I find for me to eat healthy <laughs> yeah, that's good and I would love to um go back to something you just said about um how it's not healthy to deprive your body of something yes like dieting doesn't work because our bodies get sad because we're not eating the foods we love you know yes. in that sense but if you are eating the amount of food that your body needs and wants and yeah, it's okay once in a while to have that, you know, like it's your friend's birthday. Yeah, you're going to have that cake or yeah, you're going to go out. <laughs> Don't deprive yourself of a good time just because it doesn't fit in your meal plan or whatever. Like make your meal plan your lifestyle and just be mindful with everything that you're eating. And instead of having five cookies, have three. Like that's a huge difference, you know, and that's. I think that's a huge point and that's a huge aspect, I think, of self-love and self-respect is oh, not sure. depriving yourself. Definitely. So I love that you said that. Thank you. Yeah, now actually that I'm thinking about it before with my own, when I was eating like on that strict diet and I was overworking out, like I would be working out in the mornings, in the mid-afternoon at like, and they'd be like intensive workouts. That's when I was, um, I was working for Beachbody at the time, which I know you're doing their wellness. Mm -hmm. I guess they have the yoga, like you said, but now that they have the whole yoga wellness part of Beachbody, but yeah. Um, yeah, at the time, like, I feel like I didn't really have self-love then at all. And, like, now in my life where I've decided to let my 
myself like enjoy like things in life don't don't be so hard on yourself if you're not working out if you're not eating like super super clean like I feel so much better within my own being of who I am it's like it's crazy how much a difference like I feel that makes with being able to love yourself yeah absolutely and I feel like it's really cool because I'm doing Beachbody now but I'm trying to do it in a way that is self-loving and is yes which I totally admire about you for doing that (laughs) which can be hard in (laughs) in um a lot of kind of in in any like business or corporation or work or whatever like if you have to do the structure that it is it can be hard to it can be easy to lose sight of what you originally wanted to do or what is important to you. And for me, empowering women and being self-loving and, you know, shining that light towards others is what I want to do. And I'm definitely trying to do that through this because I, I see potential for that in the Beachbody business. And unfortunately, I think a lot of coaches don't do that, don't use that potential, but I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely hoping to. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, definitely. I remember when you were mentioning to me about like the uh, the yoga um, with the beach body that you were going to start doing. Um, and I, when you mentioned that, I was because I guess it's been some time since I actually would, was working for beach body. So I feel like it's a little bit different. And then I never really met a coach that is coming at it from like a different like perspective, like the way you are. So that's su- super cool. And I hope more people within beach body are going to be doing that as well. Yeah, and join me when you're ready. We'll be a power to you. Yes, I know we will. <laughs> I'm really <laughs> focusing right now on healing my back, and then like just just I'm learning patience right now through this whole injury healing part because I've never really been one to let my body slow down to let myself heal. I'm too busy on the go. I need to be doing a million things at once. <laughs> like, so no, definitely. Hopefully, within I'm hoping by summertime, like my body's gonna, my back is gonna be quite healed. So and. Patience, patience is such a good skill to have. Um, yeah. And, and take it easy, you know, like with anything, um, we don't have to do everything 100% right away either. Exactly. You know, like take the baby steps and learn the ropes and dip your toes in and then jump in, you know, whatever, whatever are, we are ready for. And we should respect that and listen to our bodies and know that. Yeah, that's been a huge thing that I've learned through this whole yoga journey is like finding that time to give your body temple the respect it like deserves and like allowing your body to, if it takes longer, then that's okay to be okay with that. (laughs) Absolutely. Easier said than done. (laughs) Yes, I know it's so hard, which I put, try to put the work in every single day. It's definitely worth it in the long run. (laughs) I think also too, um, with being able to find your own like um happiness within you and have your own self-love when you can put yourself first I feel like we can then like authentically help other people we don't have to like I feel like it comes off even like more strong and like way better more empowering for other people as well when we can like do that within us and share I hope so I hope people are (laughs) reading our wonderful energy (laughs) I think so totally I, I love looking at your reading your posts, definitely. They give me some inspiration every time I see them. Oh, great. Yours as well. Oh, I, love the, I love the internet. I love that we found each other. I know, me too. <laughs> I, I guess we can explain how we kind of met each other, crossed each other's paths here. Um, I remember when I was like, I, I guess because Instagram always shows like if you're, you're following someone, like their followers kind of pop up. It's easier to like see 
And I remember mm-hmm. yours. I didn't realize, like, you must have sent me a message. And, like, I had replied to you on, like, a highlight on your story that I really liked. It was, like, I think your health, healthy tips one. And then I noticed yeah. as I sent the message that you had messaged, like, me about something that I had posted. And I was, like, oh, my God. I feel like we are like, meant to, like, meet each other. <laughs> Uh, yeah it was and it was something like I had commented on your one of your posts that same day too so it was kind of like everything was just colliding and we were like okay all right we want to we want to be friends we get it (laughs) totally Uh, that's what I love about social media so you get to meet some really cool people that you can really connect well with and like share this journey that we're going through I I'm really excited and I love how I guess I will talk to our listeners about your Facebook group so Karina has um, a Facebook group on Facebook, obviously, and it's all about self-love, positivity, and, like, she, I love it because there's so many people in there where even Karina will post to, like, whatever kind of inspires you for, like, the day or, like, you'll do some really awesome quotes on there. Like, you'll post pictures and there'll be other people, like, sharing their passions and then we can all kind of follow each other on there and kind of be a community and a family with it. I think it's so cool. Yeah, absolutely. So I was um, inspired to make this Facebook group. Um, well, as the like first week of me starting to be a coach, because I realized I had all this, I had all this energy, and I needed to direct it somewhere, and I just had to do something, yeah. something really substantial. And for me, um, I was personally, I was really starting to hate hate going on Facebook. There's a lot of um, negative posts, a lot of uh, racist and sexist, you know, like all the stuff I just really hate and don't care for. And I, yeah, I've been unfriending people. I've been unfollowing people, but it's, it's not always what you want it to be. And I, I felt a need for just more positivity. And, and I know that a lot of my friends need more positivity and they just, sometimes people just need encouragement. Right. So I started this group called, um, called positive vibes only. And it's just now it's like a giant Facebook group. There are over 300 people in there. I only know like 100 personally, um, which is like really cool. And I just kind of added, I went through my entire Facebook friends list and I just added people that I felt could benefit from some positivity in their life. And honestly, it's most people, I think. Um, And then I... And then I connected to people on Instagram and I said, Hey, like, I really love your energy. It like, it really resonates with me. Join my group. And almost every single person on there said yes. And now, and I asked everyone in there to like add their friends who they want to be in that group and all this stuff. And it's just this beautiful community of people, like exactly what you said, people post some pictures of their pets that made them laugh or, um, they went on this like beautiful journey today and here's some pictures or hear their thoughts or hear some poetry that they wrote and everyone's kind of sharing in there. And it's really cool. So it's really cool, especially for me when I'm not the one posting in there and I yes. go live into Facebook one day and like, there's like four posts in there and I'm like, Oh my goodness. And they're all people I don't know. And everyone's just like, uh, I like, it makes me so happy to have that group. It gives me a reason to go on Facebook and enjoy being on Facebook. So you're welcome, Zuckerberg. I actually like being on Facebook now. And I think a lot of people do too, because I've actually gotten a lot of, um, and this really, really warms my heart. I've gotten quite a few messages from people in my group 
messaging me and just saying, Hey, thank you for this group. I needed like, I needed this or I need oh, this that's today. So or awesome. Yeah. Or I look forward to checking this every day kind of stuff. And I'm like, yes, that's exactly why I made it. You know, like it doesn't take, yeah. it takes very little energy on my part because I already have it all there. And it's just, uh, I just love it. And I really hope that it's promoting self-love for people. And I hope that people, um, continue to use it and continue to share their art and love and passion and yoga photos and whatever else ends up in there. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's a really beautiful safe space at the moment. And I'm really happy with it. I know I can hear how passionate you are when you talk about it. I love that. <laughs> Definitely. Like how you said, like before you weren't like really into going on Facebook, which is kind of funny because when you had messaged me to ask me if I wanted to join the group, that's exactly where I was. Like I barely, barely use Facebook. Like I'll go on there occasionally when, like, a friend tags me in, like, a funny photo or something, but Mm -hmm. then, um, which I want to make more, like, I want to be going on to that group a lot more than I do, um, but I love, I love the space that I feel like you can just be so, like, vulnerable and feel, like, non-judgmental in there, like, it's so awesome, so hopefully more people, when they listen to this podcast, will want to join into it if they think they could benefit from it, too. (laughs) I hope so, um, could you put... It, like in you know when you do your descriptions, do you put yeah, links definitely. in there? I'm gonna put yeah, all of your info down there links. for so oh, people yeah. can check you out. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of spoke there about um, how like when you went onto your Facebook, you were deleting like kind of people off of there and keeping like doing that. Kind of reminded me of a little tip that I've been doing for my own self love, is that ever since I started this new Instagram, I've just been filling it with people who I feel like inspire me and I feel like I can really resonate with as like, I still have my personal Instagram account, which I actually just went on to the other day. I haven't used it in so long. And like, I, as I was scrolling through the feed, I realized I was following like all of these accounts that just made me think like negative myself right away. Like, I, I don't know, just like people who are girls who are in like such perfect, perfect shape and they're traveling the world and just all these like things that just make me feel kind of bad about myself. I realize that, like, when I unfollow those people, then I can feel better about myself, definitely, and filling that space with um, more people that can inspire me. So that's kind of been something that I've been doing with my new Instagram. (laughs) Surrounding yourself with like-minded, positive individuals is so key for self-love. I'm so glad we we talked about that, because I feel like we missed it when we were talking about our tips, because that's huge. It's so hard to, like, love yourself when everyone else around you is self-deprecating or insulting you personally or hurting you or whatever it is. It, you can't, you can't, what's, um, I'm trying to think of the metaphor. Like you can't bloom if you're always in the shade, you know, you need that sunlight. Oh my God. I absolutely love that metaphor. That's so good. Totally. I can feel like um, a huge like shift in like just my energy if I'm around someone who's like really negative all the time or just like even like this one time I was doing yoga in my bedroom I think I might have mentioned this in a previous podcast but my boyfriend had I think he just got a fork and he just had like a bad sleep he was just in a he wasn't in a good mood and I was at home doing like a really deep meditation in my yoga and I had my room all set up with like my um just the vibe was really nice and he like came over to my house early and he like as soon as he opened my bedroom door I just could feel like how like different energy that he had and I just instantly I felt like I couldn't get into my meditation I couldn't get back into my yoga just because that energy around him so I can definitely understand how if you're around someone for too long, how it can start affecting your self-love and the way you think. Absolutely. Is there anything more you want to say to the listeners? 
Hmm. I don't know. Um, I don't, I don't know. Just, I really hope people exact, I guess to really summarize everything that we've been saying, you know, I hope people listening to this feel inspired to be mindful, you know, like reevaluate where you are right now in your life. Are you surrounded by people that lift you up? Are you eating the foods that you, your body responds well to? Um, and are you getting enough sleep? Are you getting enough sunlight? You know, all the, all those things that really motivate you to be your person and to shine your light, like make sure you're doing all those things. Cause if we just, you know, especially if you work a nine to five, I imagine it would be harder, you know, like you wake up, you go to work, you're exhausted, you go to bed, you wake up, you go to work, you're exhausted, go to bed, but wake up, take a deep breath, go to work come home, do yoga, then go to bed, you know, like change it up or pay attention (laughs) a little bit, change up what you ate for dinner or for lunch and see how that makes you feel. Like, listen, I guess, listen to your body. I feel like is number one. Yeah. I totally agree with you on that. Definitely listen to your body for sure. I guess I wanted to ask you maybe a couple more questions before we close the podcast, but kind of more fun ones, I guess. So are you, do you re- do much reading? Like, do you love reading books or I guess I do. with your studies, do you reading. don't read as much? Or? <laughs> I have to read right now. Yes. Do you have any books that have really like kind of give you, given you inspiration for more, just kind of reaffirming like the whole self-love and like any books that have helped you along this like yoga journey? It's a great question. I feel like I'm kind of in between a lot of reading right now, but, um, oh, um, hold on. Let me grab one off my bookshelf. Yeah, no problem. (laughs) Okay. So I have this beautiful book. I, we actually have to get it for yoga teacher training, but it's, it's really magical. It's called, uh, meditations from the mat by Rolf Gates and Katrina Kennison. And it's kind of like one of those, like you open it and it's every day, you know? So like you can just, you can just open the book and you're like, okay, what's the quote of this day? And, um, it can be, for example, it don't make, it don't make no difference to me. You believe what you want to believe, but you don't have to live like a refugee. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, you know, like that's, that's the quote of the day. Um, and then it has how that quote relates to this author's experience, like life experience. And basically, um, yeah, they're, they're daily reflections and what that means for the path of yoga specifically. Um, but the really cool thing about this book is you don't have to sit down and read it. You can flip through open to a random page and just read that short little each day is like, two paragraphs. So if you don't have a lot of time for reading, you can still get, yeah, you still get your reading in, or you still get a little bit of personal development in that day. Um, yeah. So I think I'd recommend that one right now, at least because I know in my life, I'm having a little bit of, um, I'm having a little bit of trouble actually like sitting down or finishing a book. So this one has been me still being able to read. Um, (laughs) somewhat, (laughs) which I love. I know I find I go through phases where I'm 
reading books like every day like as much as I can before bed and then like there's other times like for months I won't even touch a book so (laughs) definitely I kind of feels like my mood I guess just depends but there's so many books that I love to go back and reread too like more than once because I feel like I can really grasp like more of what they're saying and really apply it to my own life too and I would absolutely love to check out that book yeah I definitely feel like some books should be reread Yes, for sure. Do you have any other books that you that your go to reread for a book? Um, it's a good, it's a good question. <laughs> I it's so it's so funny because um, I love young adult fiction. Like still, okay. being twenty one year old, I just I really <laughs> enjoy like the little quirks of teenagehood which is like really yep. funny for me um but I'm also like you know trying to be an intellectual and reading intellectually stimulating books but I I've noticed that when I need a break I tend to go to those coming of age books and um thinking about you know like what it was like for me to be growing up and what it means for this frictional person to be growing up and all this stuff um so I know a big book in high school for me was um, The Fault in Our Stars by John Green, which then Oh my God, I read that, that one. I read that one a few times, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, so, yeah, I actually haven't read it in um, quite some time, and I am, like, 21, so I guess I don't have to read it. But uh, I probably will reread it and just, like, reflect on what middle school, early high school was like and what that means for me to who I am today, you know? Yeah, totally. I used to love that book when it first came out. Like, I, re- I really enjoyed reading it. And then that movie came out. So yeah, I read it before. I, I liked it. I love those type of books too. You can never be too old to go back and read those. <laughs> yeah, that was true. Another fun question I have for you. Um, who would be your top health and wellness influencers that you follow for your own inspiration? It's a great question. So I'm going to pull out my Instagram now. Yeah. Um, and I mean a huge one, which is actually, um, the other really beautiful thing about social media, uh, for me is connecting with people that I knew on a different level, because I feel like some people share a different side of themselves on social media. Yeah. And for some people, it's a more superficial side, but for like people like us, I feel like it's more of who we are that we don't feel like daily people could like can grasp, you know? So... I actually, one of, um, a girl I knew in high school, like we went to same high school, same class. We were, we were friendly and we like appreciated each other, but weren't like super good friends, you know? Um, and then she started her blog and started like that whole second Instagram thing. And I also have that whole second Instagram thing. Yeah, I did that too. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And she's magical. Her name is Kat. Um, her handle mm-hmm. is a newer cat in town and she's a newer cat in town. I like, love that. <laughs> isn't it so cute? Um, she's yeah, vegan, zero weight, like striving to be zero waste. And, um, we met out for coffee, um, this, this, like a few months ago. And she, um, mm-hmm. we've kind of just been like these past, like, five six years when we've been doing this we've kind of just been like mutually appreciating each other on the internet until we realized that like we both really appreciate each other in reality and like 
you know, and it's like this really beautiful. So she's like posting all this like incredible stuff and like really following her journey. And she's graduating um, her bachelor's in May and she's like planning on um, teaching English abroad and then living in her Jeep and writing in her blog. Like, it's like, I love it, you know, like, so I love that too. She's just following her passions. Yeah. I, and, and she's also like a minimalist. So she owns like a suitcase of belongings and I don't, I'm like, I don't even understand. So when I was cleaning out my closet once I like, I texted her and I was like, how do I do this? And she was like, okay, step one, step two, step three, you know, like she was like, Oh, that's so awesome. I just, yeah. So actually it's really funny. Cause she's like, you know, my age and a student and like doing her own blog thing. But I feel like she's one of my biggest inspirations for like, Oh, that's kind so of cool. just being, yeah, just being authentic to my own energy and, like running with it whatever that means you know yeah for sure definitely oh that's so cool I'll have to I'll have to check out her account um I feel like for me I running Kate running my old Instagram and this Instagram I feel like I'm coming at it from a different like it's it's different because like my last Instagram I used to of course I wanted to engage with my followers but I was more on like I'm not saying that I how do I want to say this I guess Like, I was super, um, I guess, more into building, like, a large account. Like, I was more focused on, like, getting, like, more followers and, like, doing, like, that type of thing. And, like, obviously at the time, I didn't really have much of my own self-love. So I almost feel like I was trying to get myself to be this really, really, really fit person for myself to be able to appear on the internet the way it was. So I feel like then I used to follow such different accounts. But now I feel like with my new health and wellness account that I'm more into, like, engaging and finding, like, more people that I can really relate with and like be able to be inspired by their stuff. So I have found some like, of course, there's like the main yoga people like yoga, um, yoga girl, like I love all her stuff so much. (laughs) But um, there's a couple really good accounts like I love yours. And um, there's another girl, her name is her username is flowers at my feet. I don't know if you follow her or not. I do. <laughs> she's yes, I know. She, me, and her totally connected um, really well too over Instagram. And I just like I love following these like small, like smaller accounts and being able to really authentically like engage like back and forth on each other's stuff. Like I just feel so inspired every day when I get to like follow like you guys and the other people like that. That's awesome. Yeah, totally. Oh, a, a, a bigger account. Oh, you follow? I, I'm looking right now, and you already follow her. But um, a bigger account that I just came across, like, the other day yep. is Salt, Sand, and Smoothies. Yes, I saw her post about um, the beach with all of the plastic and, like, all the garbage kind of washed up. Yes. Is that one? That account? Yes. Yes. So if you guys haven't seen her account yet, her account is called Salt, Sand, and Smoothies. Uh, she just recently posted a photo of all of this garbage and plastic that was washed up on one of the beaches in Bali. And it was actually really sad to kind of see what's going on within our world because I know there's tons of other places that have that too. But I really liked what she wrote in her caption about it. So if you haven't yet, please go take a look at it. It's definitely worth your time. And are there any other podcasts you listen to? Um, I haven't been so good about it recently. But I actually, I did get my hands on um, Yoga Girls. Like, I I had been putting off for so long because I I wasn't a huge podcast person. And then I, like, finally did it. And actually, one of the... She has this one, and it's from August 2017. Um, And it's called, like, Body Body Positivity and Self-Love. 
And that was actually yep. the one I started with for some reason, probably because oh, okay. the name. Yeah. And um, it was it was really beautiful. It was very beautiful. Yeah. I I love her podcast. I went back and I re-listened to like all of them. <laughs> now I'm back to waiting till like the next week for the next one to come out. But I when I first started listening to podcasts, I always just listened to like comedians and kind of like Joe Rogan that type of like podcast. But yeah. then I started diving into, like, the whole health and wellness. Like, there's so many different awesome podcasts. Like, The Balanced Blonde, I love the her. That's an account I forgot to mention, but I really love her account, and her podcasts are really, really, really inspiring as well. So definitely you can find some good stuff here on the internet and podcasts. So is there anything else that you would like to say to our listeners? Is that for now, until maybe a future podcast? <laughs> <laughs> um... Just, just be true to yourselves, you know, find your light and chase it. <laughs> oh, I love that. Well, I want to thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. I really hope that we can have you, I can have you back on here in the future when we get yeah, back. Yeah, absolutely. To it. And you guys definitely need to go and add, like, add into her Facebook group and follow her on Instagram. She <laughs> is so inspiring and so motivating and just very empowering. So I think... You guys will really, really enjoy checking out her stuff. So, and you can pass me. I'll get her to pass on um, some all of her like usernames, everything, so you guys can follow through with that as well. And then, if you would be able to send me the name of that book that you just recommended, I would love to throw yes. that into there as well. Absolutely, awesome. Thank you, thank you so much, Karina. I really appreciate thank you. you. For having me. I've enjoyed yeah, it so much. This is yes. so cool. And for us to finally get to talk face-to-face, so I'm really happy about that. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if the listeners know this. This is our first time physically speaking to each other. Yes. (laughs) We have been trying to, yeah, we've been trying to get this podcast. We've been talking about it and maybe, like, trying to chat so we can talk about the podcast. But, of course, life always gets in the way when things are busy. So it's nice to finally get you on here. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm so, I'm grateful. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, it sounds good. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much um, for tuning in again to this week's episode of the podcast. Uh, I'm so appreciative and so grateful that Karina came on the podcast. I think you guys will really benefit from checking out her Instagram, her blog, joining her Positive Vibes Only Facebook group. I'll put all of that good info down in the bio below of the podcast. And let me know who you want to hear on the podcast next. I would absolutely love to get some people that you guys want to hear. That would just be so amazing. And I would love to interview more people who are following their passions, following their heart, doing what they love and helping others because that's what I aspire to do and be. And it would be so nice to have like-minded individuals on here. Anyways, thank you. Thank you. Thank you again from the bottom of my heart for tuning in and I'll chat with you guys soon. Bye.